Welcome, welcome, welcome to Lunch Hour with High Achievers. We would like to welcome all the High Achievers joining us this afternoon. God richly bless you. Crystal Chakava, God bless you. You are welcome on Instagram. Abibelant, you are welcome. Agnes, you are welcome. Mama B, you are welcome. God richly bless you all for taking the time to join this explosive session one more time. We started last week and we had a ball. It's going to be an awesome time. By the grace of God, today as well, Odufukai, you are welcome. God richly bless you all for taking the time to join us this afternoon. As usual, I would like you to welcome and invite others to join us on this platform in this session Invite as many people as you know and as you can to come to be to receive this great inspiration and time of impartation and blessing. So once again, you are all welcome. Keep sharing, keep sharing, keep sharing, keep inviting everyone that you know to join us on this platform. We are looking at 50 strategic questions that achievers ask. 50 strategic questions. Mama B said the students are ready. God bless you, Mama B. God bless you. It says when the students are ready, the teacher will teach. Glory to God. So the students are ready. So we are going to teach and empower you today to become everything that God has called you to be. Holy Spirit, you receive your enablement. Take all the glory for every accomplishment and every transformation in the life of your our hearers today. In Jesus' name, amen. Abi Bellan, once again, all of you, you are all welcome on Instagram, on Facebook, and on YouTube. God bless you. We started last week looking at 50 strategic questions that achievers ask themselves on a daily basis. What is it that separates achievers from non-achievers? There are some steps that they take, actions that they engage principles that they follow which enables them to become achievers in their generation all of us are born to become achievers in our field but what are some of the things that we need to do to become achievers last week we looked at a few we said that why be one of the motivations is why be number two when you can be number one i was i went through that uh, last week why live a life without purpose when you can live a purpose-driven life why live uh, a life without proven principles when you can live a principle-driven life? Why be uninformed when you can be informed? So I'm just running over what we did uh, last week briefly. and will tie it to today's um, session. Why be uninformed or deformed when you can be informed? Why be informed when you can be transformed? We discovered that information is not the same as transformation. Obano Sir, God bless you God, for joining us on Instagram. Why be only informed when I can be transformed? And we discovered information informs, but it is revelation that transforms. Revelation, insight, deep understanding is what transforms people. Then we said, why settle for average or mediocrity when you can be excellent? The reason why people get average results is because they put in average investment. But those who receive excellent results is simply because they put in excellent investment. So why we are, we, we, we're looking at some of the strategic questions that achievers ask themselves, which is the reason why they are always ahead, succeeding and breaking boundaries, which is what we are all called to do. Why settle? They ask themselves questions like, why settle for mediocrity when I can be excellent? Why be insignificant when I can be significant? Why be significant when I can be relevant? Why be relevant when I can be revolutionary? Why be ordinary when I can be extraordinary? Why be a failure when I can be a success? And I believe we got to why be numbered as one of them when I can be distinguished. See, in a crowd, we are one of the crowd, but there are those who stand out of the crowd. When you go to a football stadium, 
You see there are over 22,000 or 30,000 spectators shouting and screaming on top of their voice. But the people who really matter are those that are on the field. So if you want to become an achiever, one of the questions you need to ask yourself is, why should I be numbered as one of them when I can be distinguished? You don't want to be a statistic in this life. You want to be distinguished. You want to stand out. So achievers ask themselves, why be numbered as one of them when I can be distinguished? Then number 13, why work hard when I can work smart? Working hard is a noble, noble activity, but working smart, working intelligently brings you better results than just working hard. So you need to work hard and work smart, work intelligently. Absolutely important. So we stopped, I believe, number 12 at why be numbered as one of them in your church, in your family, in your business, on your job. Why should you be numbered? Why should you settle to be ordinary when you can be extraordinary? Why should you be a failure when you can become a success? If even you are failed, you can use the failure, learn lessons from that failure to become a success. Obunu God bless you. Welcome. KJ Sparkles, you are welcome on Instagram. God richly bless you. Let's keep sharing. Let's keep sharing. Let's keep inviting as many people to come and be blessed on this platform. So we're looking at keys to becoming an achiever. And listen, these are decisions that you make. These are decisions that you and I must make. They are not decisions that can be made for us. Life is about choices. Life is about choices. Life is about choices. That's why he said, choose you this day whom you will serve. But as for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. He says, choose life that both thou and thy seed may live. Who I become, who my family become, who my children become, who my grandchildren become is based on my choices. Who you become, who your family become, who your children become, what your business becomes is based on your choices. What I become is based on my choice. So you can choose to be average or you can choose to be excellent. You can choose to be numbered as one of them or you can choose to be distinguished. It is the price that you are prepared to pay that determines where you end up in life. It's the price that you are prepared to pay and pay that determines where you arrive in life. So don't miss this session for the next Five weeks is going to be awesome. Please share, share, share. Don't be empowered alone. Keep sharing, keep sharing, keep sharing. Pastor Michael Jr., you are welcome. Noel, you are welcome. Keep sharing, keep sharing, keep sharing. Life is about choices. Right choices lead to good decisions. Wrong choices lead to bad decisions. Right choices lead to good decisions. Wrong choices lead to bad decisions. So, what we are looking at, making a comparative, we're doing a comparative analysis of what makes achievers achievers, what results in them becoming achievers and some not becoming achievers. It is the price you are determined to pay that determines where you arrive in life. You can choose to be ordinary or extraordinary. You can choose to be relevant or be revolutionary. You can choose to be numbered among them or choose to be distinguished. Then number 13, why work hard when you can work smart? Wisdom brings you greater results than just muscle work. Wisdom, working intelligently, working with wisdom, working with the right information gives you greater results than just working hard with your hands. So number 13, why work hard when you can work smart? Information, the right information, current information, and wisdom. Back, wisdom backing what you do gives you greater results. So these are the things that achievers, questions achievers ask themselves, which motivate their steps, motivates their movement, and that's why they excel in life. When you listen to people, success of Elon Musk, Jeff Bezos, all these guys, their steps that they take, Bill Gates reads 50 books, 50 books a year, 50 books a year. It is said that if you read two hours a day, please listen to this. I'm speaking to achievers. In any area of your life of concern that you want to progress in, if you read two hours, it is said that if you read two hours a day, two hours a day, two hours a day, you would have read a book in a week. 
If you read two hours a day on a subject that is of concern to you that you want to master, two hours a day, you would have read 10 hours a week, which is you would have read probably one book a week. Can you multiply that by 52 weeks? That's about 52 books, 50, 10, 10, 10 hours times 50. You're talking about 500 books in 10 years. Ladies and gentlemen, why be numbered as one of them where you can be distinguished? Why work hard when you can work smart? Reading, reading, reading. Everything you want to become a master at, you must start reading. Reading two hours a day. A day. In five days, you would have read, what, 10 hours, which is probably equivalent to a whole book. So why work hard when you can work smart? Why work hard when you can work smart? If you read two hours a day, you would have read a one book a week. And can you imagine multiplying that by 52 weeks? You would have been a master at your subject. These are some of the things that achievers do. They are very well informed. Very, very well informed. So your profession, your business, your career, whatever it is that you want to become a master at, spend time reading on those subjects. If it is finances, if it is business, if it is relationships, if it is a career, whatever it is, be a master in your area. That's how you become a high achiever. Number 14, so we are looking at practical steps that when you and I take, we can become achievers in our field and be distinguished. We don't want to just be among the number. We want to stand out, stand out, stand out, stand out, become outstanding. Number 14, number 14, keep sharing. Number 14, why keep everything I know which I have learned and acquired physically, spiritually, financially to myself when others can benefit from all that I've learned, all that I know, all that I have, all that I possess, all that I've acquired and be rewarded for it. Why keep what I know to myself when I can share it, I can use it to add value to others for which I am rewarded, acknowledged and noticed. Why keep everything I know which I've learned, which I've acquired physically, spiritually, financially to myself when others can benefit from everything that I've learned, everything I know, everything that I have, everything I possess, everything that I've acquired. That's why sometimes we bring certain uh, professionals and people in their field on the lunch hour with high achievers to share with us what they have learned, what they know, what they have acquired, that they can share with us to also become achievers. Remember what I said, uh, our first president said, the independence of Ghana is meaningless until it is tied to the liberation of the entire continent of Africa. So our success, our prosperity is not full or is meaningless until others are benefiting from what we know. Remember, success without a successor is failure. Number 15, why remain a slave? Why remain a slave? Why remain, why remain a slave? Why remain a slave toiling through life, surviving or struggling in life when I can become a master and join abundant life? Just like Mama B put there, the things we know, the things we have learned that is working is what we are sharing on this platform because our success is meaningless until it is shared with others who can pass it on. And by so doing, we are becoming the light of the world, solving problems, getting blessed, getting rewarded, and making impact and influencing our generation. We are dealing at a sub, as a subject in church every Sunday at the moment. Or on God does not reward membership. God rewards stewardship. And stewardship requires that the things you have learned, the things that you know, the things you have acquired, you share with others. Abraham was told, I will make you a blessing so you can become a blessing. Moses was told, go tell Pharaoh, let my people go that they may serve me in the wilderness. So it's all about value adding. It's all about adding the things that we have learned, adding it to others to make them, to make others. And that is how we become high achievers. And these are the practices 
of high achievers. They don't keep the things that they have learned to themselves. They share it with others. Can you imagine if Bill Gates just kept the Microsoft software to himself? Can you imagine if Apple, uh, Steve Jobs, kept the Apple product or software to himself? Can you imagine all these things that we can see around that is benefiting humanity? Can you imagine if those people invented those things and just sat at home and celebrated those things or just enjoyed those things, just kept looking at the software or keep looking at the products and say, this is what I've actually like. Nebuchadnezzar, one day rose up, one day said, this is Babylon that I have built ended up in the forest for seven years living like an animal. That will not happen. God does not reward membership. He rewards stewardship. What we do with what we know, what we do with what we have learned, who are we adding value to? Cousin Ceci, you are welcome. God bless you for joining us. Sandra B, you are also welcome. On Instagram, God bless you. We are looking at 50 strategic questions that achievers ask themselves daily. Say they are motivated daily. They don't just ask themselves that question on Monday and then the next time they ask themselves a question is next month or next year. No, they achieve daily. They don't just achieve just monthly or yearly. No, it's a process. It's a discipline. You wake up in the morning, you ask yourself number 15, why should I remain a slave? Why should I be toiling through life? Why should I survive? Why should I be struggling in life when I can become a master and join abundant life? Why Peter was struggling in his fishing business until Jesus came and gave him an instruction. Launch your nets to this side of the sea or the river. And the Bible says when he obeyed, that was the end of his toiling. Why should you remain a slave when you can become a master? Why should you become a slave? Jacob was a slave in Laban's house until one day a divine idea dropped in his mind. That was the end of his slavery. We were not called to be slaves. We were not called to struggle. We were not called to survive. Divine ideas come to people who are steward, are engaged in stewardship and doing things to add value to others. Why remain a slave struggling through life when you can become a master? I'm teaching from my book. Um, you have only one life, make it count. You have only one life, make it count. You have only one life, make it count. Why be a slave or remain a slave toiling, toiling, every day toiling when you can be working smart, when you can be acting intelligently instead of surviving, instead of struggling, you can become a master at what you do. That is, these are the questions that achievers ask themselves. They ask them, why should I remain a slave? Toiling through life, surviving or struggling in life when I can become a master, a master, a master, a master. Jesus came that we might have life and have it more abundantly, abundantly, abundantly. I prophesy over someone the struggle is ending in the name of Jesus. Number 16, Achievers ask themselves, why work for someone else when I can create employment for others? There are three stages of work. You start by working for others, working as an apprentice, learning from others, adding to others, adding to others, adding to others. And on the job, you must learn the job. You must use your skills and your gifts on that job. And you must come to a place where you use those same skills to create employment for yourself after you come to a place where you realize that you can be able to pay employees. But until then, keep working, but keep studying, keep developing your gifts. So achievers ask themselves, while they're on another person's job, they ask themselves, why work for someone else when I can create employment for others? They don't resign from that place. They stay right there and learn everything that they need to know and stay in good relationship with the people that they are, they are working with, but they also develop their gifts alongside that when the time comes and opportunity arises that they can create employment for others, then they can do the same. Very, very important. Very important. They ask themselves, why work for someone else when I can create employment for others? There's a time when you work for others. There's a time when you can now start creating 
employ. So develop yourself, build capacity, develop yourself to come to a place where you are also providing employment for others. That's how achievers think. That's how achievers plan. That's how achievers build. Eunice Uyi, you are welcome. God bless you. Why work for someone else when you can create employment for others? Follow the process. Follow the process. Follow the process. Follow the process. Then number 17, Dr. Menu, you are welcome. God richly bless you. We are looking at 50 strategic questions that achievers ask themselves after prayer, after fasting, after going to church, after going to the mosque, after going to the temple. These are the questions that achievers ask themselves. You were born to become an achiever. You were born to be a high achiever. When you read Deuteronomy 28, 1 to 14, it tells you where we must be. On top, on top, on top, on top, serving. Offering, stewardship, adding value, adding value, changing society, changing nations. And what makes you change society, change nations, are these questions that we are talking about. So we like to repeat what is on the screen right now. You stay in that job and place and learn everything you need to learn. Then grab opportunities that come your way to also create employment with for, for others while maintaining a good relationship with your tutor, with your mentor, with your coach, with your previous job. Absolutely important. Don't destroy somebody's job in the pursuit of you becoming an employer. And the same applies in church as well. Why work for someone else when you can create employment? But follow process. Follow process. Follow process. Then number 17, additionally, Achievers ask themselves, why remain an employee when I can become an employer? Similar to number 16, they motivate themselves. I'm an employee here right now, but I can develop myself. I can develop capacity to become an employer. Then we are reducing the unemployment in our nations. When we are, I'm an employee in a particular place, and I'm working with other employees and I'm working for an employer and I'm learning everything. It comes to a place where I'm recommended and I start my own business uh, um, um, or, 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 or enterprise. And I also start employing others. By so doing, we are reducing the unemployment rates. We are adding to society, adding to the nation, reducing crime. Ladies and gentlemen, Achievers, this is how achievers think. You see, everything begins with the way you think. Everything begins with the way you think. Everything begins with the way you think. But your thinking is also based on information that is available with you. So remember, follow process number 17. Why be an employee when I can be an employer? But remember to maintain good relationships with your tutors, your teachers, your instructors, your mentors. Because you never know, life is such, it's a cycle. You never know when you will need somebody's reference or you need to or, or, or contact somebody for them to give you an advice or counsel in one way or the other. So achievers ask questions like, why remain an employee when I can be an employer, but they follow process. They ask themselves, why remain a job seeker when I can become a job creator? Why remain a job seeker? When I can become a job creator, even when it comes to building some properties and lands, they come to a place where they say to themselves, why be a, a, a tenant when I can become a landlord? And all this follows process. That's why you must steady, 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 steady. Why remain a job seeker when I can become a job creator? By so doing, I'm adding value to others. I'm adding value to others, adding value to their society. Glory to God, glory to God. So why remain a job seeker when I can become a job creator? That's number 18. And then number 19, they ask themselves, why be aimless when I can be purposeful and fulfilled? There are many people that are just walking through life aimless, not doing anything, waiting for handouts. When you can become all that we have mentioned above, why be aimless without aim? The Bible says, where there's no vision, my people perish. The Bible says, where there's no vision, my people cast off restraint. What is your vision? What's the vision for your life? What are the plans that you have made for your life? 
What are the plans you have made for your life? What is your vision? Why should we remain aimless in life, cruising through life when we can become um, fulfilled? Why should we be depending on handouts when we can be the ones that are giving handouts out to others? Why be aimless? Why be aimless when you can be purposeful and fulfilled? Why remain just relevant when you can become positively revolutionary, doing something that has never been done in your family and in your community before? Why be relevant is good, but you can become revolutionary. I'm not talking about a revolutionary who's uh, 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 initiating a coup in a nation. I'm talking about doing something, generating an idea that has never been generated before. You were born to be unique. You were born to be different. You were born to do things differently. Listen, until you are ready to be different, you can never make a difference. You must find out what God has called you to do and be unique in that area. Be revolutionary in that area. When I come to talking about you must be a pace setter. You must be a pathfinder. You must start things that others have not started. That's why God gave you that idea that he gave you. So achievers become achievers. High achievers for that matter by asking questions like this. Why should I be aimless when I can be purposeful and fulfilled? See, you can't ask yourself questions like this and stay ordinary or stay in one spot. Never. Why remain, why be aimless when I can be purposeful and fulfilled? And then number 20, why remain just relevant when I can be positively revolutionary? I qualify the revolutionary because I'm not talking about (laughs) starting a coup. Positively revolutionary, doing something revolutionary that has never been done in your environment before. Then number 21 is another good one. Why settle for good? When I can have the best and be the best. Ladies and gentlemen, you were born to be the best. Not just good, not just better, but the best. Why settle for good when I can be the best and when I can have the best? Why choose to settle for good when you can have the best and be the best at what you do? Daniel did not think of just being good. He did not just think of just being better. He thought of being the best, the best, the best. The Bible says Daniel was preferred above all others because an excellent spirit was found in him. That word excellent means being the best, being the best, being the best. That's why Esther said, go fast and pray for me and with me. And my stand is if I perish, I perish. I'm going for the best. I'm going for not, I'm not settling for anything but the best. That was Daniel's uh, intention. Uh, that was Esther's intention. And Daniel was preferred above all others because an excellent spirit was found within him. What achievers, one of the questions achievers ask themselves is why settle for good when you can be the best or have the best? People are rewarded for providing the best. When you go to a shop and you want to buy something of worth to you, you always go for the best. You always look for the best restaurants. You always look for the best shops because you believe you deserve the best. The same applies in becoming an achiever. Why settle for good? Why settle for better? When you can be the best and you can have the best, the best achievers go for the best in quality, in quantity, in results. Why settle for good when you can have the best and be the best? Number 22, the 22nd question that achievers ask themselves is, why settle for a house? Why settle for a house when I can build a city? When I can, why settle for a house when I can build a city and settle for a city when I can become and build a nation? Listen. See, life is in stages. As a pastor, I can believe God for a church. I can believe God for a church, church yes, church growth, or I can believe God to influence, um, instead of influencing just the four walls, I can believe God to influence a city and believe God to influence a nation and believe God to influence nations. So why settle for a house 
Why settle for a house when you can build a city? There are churches now that are not just building churches. They are becoming impactful, relevant in society, and they are building cities. They are becoming cities like Canaan land, like Redemption Camp, like Porter City. Why settle for a church? Why settle for a house? You know, some people are just satisfied with just a house, just a car. When others are talking about cities, they are talking about nations. The father, Abraham, that we look up to, that we confess, whose faith we follow. That Abraham was told to be a blessing to nations. Nation out of the loins of Abraham came us as nations. As nations, why settle for just a car, for just a suit, for just a wristwatch, for just a church, one church, or for for a house or or or, or, or mundane things? When we can build cities. Cities, cities. Why these are the things that are, these are the mindsets of achievers. Why settle for a house when I can build a city, when I can build a nation? <laughs> like the church of Pentecost who just built a prison, a prison. They built a whole modern day complex state of the art prison and donated it to their city. Ladies and gentlemen, why build a house when you can build a city? The Church of Pentecost just built a whole modern, modern prison and gave it out to their city. Ladies and gentlemen, there's more to you than what you can see now. That's why you start in here to start developing yourself. Listen, walk with empire builders and there's no way you are going to think of a kiosk again. That is if you know what a kiosk is. Where we come from. A prison has been built by a church. A whole, can you imagine the people, the inmates there, the values that will be added, added to them, Christian values, Christian ethics, I mean, uh, uh, ability to produce, uh, um, uh, 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 what was the vocation, skills. A prison to rehabilitate prisoners so they don't come back to the society and keep committing the same crime. The environment, the environment. I think I was watching a clip on, on Facebook or YouTube. I need to find that clip and probably play it next time we meet where there's this prison in, uh, in, I think it's Norway, Norway or Sweden. I need to find that clip and show the, the prison has been done such a way, just like this prison that has been built by this, by this church, Pentecost church. And it's such that, I mean, so I'm, when you get there, you think it's a hotel. To the extent that probably when somebody comes out, they may want to probably commit another crime just to go back there. But the whole idea is to create an environment where you wouldn't want to go back, but you want to go back into the society and become become a nation builder. Walk with empire builders, not kiosk builders, not watch claimers, not wristwatch claimers. Uh, uh, um, I mean, ladies and gentlemen, Achievers, 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 achievers. Walk with empire builders, city builders, nation builders, nation builders. People who want to transform nations, want to transform continents. Walk with nation builders, empower Africa. The leaders, factory, Hattonwood Global. See, we walk with the winners, walk with the redemption campus. Walk with the Dr. Otto Bills. Walk with the, you know, Kenneth Copeland's nation builders. Global thinkers and global builders. Oh, glory to God. I want to believe that you are getting something out of this. N.S. Taylor, you are welcome. Abraham Annan, you are welcome. Ladies and gentlemen, this is what we are called to do. Light of the world. City set on a hill, salt of the earth, not salt of the church. Everyone gathering in church, we are already salt. We don't need to salt each other. It's a world that needs our salt. Nation builders, nation builders, nation builders, 
It says the environment is such that it retrains them to put them back into society to add value to the nation, not take from the nation. These are the way achievers think. That's what we are sharing with everyone on this platform. You need to share this message everywhere. Share it everywhere. All the social media platforms, send it to your enemies, send it to your relatives, send it to your friends. Watch it over, over, over and over and let's impact, impact, impact our world, impact our world everywhere. This is what governments are looking for. This is what prime ministers are looking for. This is what presidents are looking for. These are the kind of people people are looking for. Why settle for a house? Why settle for a house when we can become nation builders? Nation builders. Nation builders. Then number 23, why make noise when I can make news? These are the questions Achievers ask themselves, why be a news, a noise maker? Noise maker. When I can be a news maker. Why be a noise making noise? Empty barrels making noise, not achieving nothing. I choose not to be a noise maker, but a news maker. It was said by Bishop Oyedepo that uh, uh, news makers very often don't watch news. They make the news and others watch them. Newsmakers often don't have the time to be watching news, but they make the news headlines and people watch news, the news, to hear of them and watch them. Why make noise when I can make news? I can be in the news headlines, can be the news headline, doing something practical, like we've heard of the Church of Pentecost, what they just did, building a remarkable state of the art prison to, 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 reform and transform prisoners that's built by a church, relevant church, revolutionary that's what I'm talking about they were not just successful, they were not just significant, they were not just relevant they've become revolutionary 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 why make noise when I can make news number 24, why worry when I can think. These are the questions that high achievers that we are raising on this platform. This is what they ask themselves on a daily basis. News makers seldom watch the news. They are the news that others watch and listen to powerful. Very powerfully put, Mama B. Powerfully put. News makers seldom watch the news. They are actually the news that others watch and listen to. They make the news headlines with their achievements. Do you hear the word? Achievement, 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 achievements, achievements. <laughs> Glory to God. And then Taylor says, this is why the Lord gave me a new name for my company, Divine Restoration, Taylor Made LLC. Please pray for this new name for my company, new name. It has been changed to this new name. So shall it be. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Why worry when you can think? Worry is using your mind to magnify problems. Thinking is using your mind to solve problems. The same mind you choose to use to worry about a situation is the same mind you can use to think, to generate solutions to problems. Why worry when you can think? Why worry when you can think? Achievers ask themselves questions. Why worry when I can think? Worrying is using your mind to amplify problems. Thinking is using your mind to generate answers to the problems that you could have worried about. So achievers, instead of worrying, rather start thinking and generating solutions to problems. So why worry when you can think? Then number 25, achievers ask themselves this question. Why scratch with turkeys when I can soar with eagles? Why, why scratch with turkeys on the ground when I can soar with eagles in the sky? Glory to God, glory to God, glory to God. Achievers ask the question, why scratch with turkeys? Turkeys scratching the ground. When you can be soaring with eagles, soaring with eagles, soaring with eagles. Eagles are visionary, visionary, visionary. 
when the crow settles on an eagle in the air and starts um, poking at the eagle, what the eagle does, the eagle does not struggle. It just, what it does is just changes, changes his movement and start going higher and higher and higher. And the higher they go, the crows fall off because they can't stand that particular height in life. So when crows are, are, are poking at you, just keep rising in influence, in impact, in development, in capacity building. Just keep going higher and the crows will fall off. So why scratch with turkeys when you can soar with eagles? Choose to think about finding solutions rather than using the same mind to focus on the problems, focusing on the problems. So why scratch with turkeys when you can soar with eagles? Eagles. Then number 26, these are the questions that achievers ask themselves. Glory to God. Glory to God. It says, um, it's overcrowded to scratch, overcrowding to scratch with techies. Let's soar like eagles. That's a good one from the well. It's overcrowding to scratch with techies. Let's soar with eagles. So, achievers ask the question, why scratch with techies when I can soar with eagles? Number 26 is a good one. Why be a thermometer? You need to write this down. Why be a thermometer when I can be a thermostat? Why be a thermometer when I can be a thermostat? Glory to God. See, when you want to find out why are achievers achieving the things they achieve, these are the unique questions that they ask themselves. Unique questions that they ask themselves. Why be a thermometer when I can become a thermostat? I first heard this from my twin brother, Bishop Gideon Affair. Why be a thermometer when I can be a thermostat? What's the difference? A thermometer is used to measure temperature. A thermostat is used to regulate temperature. A thermometer is used to measure the temperature of a person. A thermometer is used to measure the temperature of a person, but a thermostat is used to measure, is used to regulate the temperature, the temperature. So one measures the temperature, thermostat regulates, regulates. So why should we settle for being thermometers when we can be thermostats? Noel says, Bishop, you are too much. See? Absolute learning or learning, relearning, learning or learning, relearning. Instead of remaining a thermometer to just measure somebody's temperature, whether they've got a headache to measure their temperature, whether it's high or it's low. <clears throat> Become a thermostat that you regulate various temperatures and climates and environments. Very powerful. So you see, you, you can become everything you are called to be if you are, you are ready to ask the right questions and answer those questions and change level. I choose not to just measure people's temperature. No, I choose to be the regulator. <laughs> regulator. Regulator. A regulator. A regulator. Not just a measurer, but a regulator. You regulate. You govern. You rule. Every one of us can become thermostats instead of thermometers. Thermos, thermometer takes the temperature of a person. Thermostats regulates the temperature of a person. Which one is more powerful? <laughs> Which one is more powerful? The person is got a temperature. You use a thermometer to, to measure their temperature. Now the question is, what can I do about it? Like when they say you've got high blood pressure. Now after they've, they've measured that you've got high blood pressure, then they need to give you some drugs or some medicine to be able to regulate or, or get you off that high uh, um, blood pressure that the fa- you find yourself in. So, thermometer takes the temperature of a person, but thermostat regulates the temperature of that person. See, then they are on their way to healing. They are on their way to full recovery. So, you can choose to be a thermometer or choose to be a thermostat by the values you are adding to yourself 
by what you're adding to yourself, by the things that you are doing, by staying on this platform every week, by sending this to everybody. You have been blessed by this powerful truth that are coming, which is revolutionizing your mind, not making you just a successful person or just a significant person or just a relevant person, but a revolutionary in your society. You must become a regulator. That's what I'm saying. We're teaching on um, 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 God does not reward membership. He rewards stewardship. <laughs> Members maybe take their own temperature, <laughs> but stewards regulate temperatures. You see, ladies and gentlemen, you can't afford to remain the same whenever you come to this platform. Something has to switch. Something has to change. And you, be, you must become known in your environment, in your society, in your nation as somebody who stands for something and somebody who is regulating, 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 regulating. When this COVID arose, the government had to regulate our movement. See, all of us have had to, 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 to line up with, with the regulations because they did not just act as, as thermometers. <laughs> they acted as what? Thermostats. And that is what we must also become. Why be a thermometer when I can become a thermostat? Why should I settle for good when I can be and have the best? Then number 27, why be a wandering generality when I can be a meaningful specific? Why be a wanderer? Wanderer, I'm jack of all trades, an expert of none. Why be a wandering generality? When I can become a meaningful specific, known for something in particular, known for something in particular, you can't afford to remain the same with these sound teachings. We must act on them in order to become what we are hearing. We must act on them. We must act on them. We must act on them in order to become it. Mata Kapayadala, Sabria Tulikita. Why be a wandering generality? Just a wanderer through life instead of a meaningful specific where you are known for something in particular. You are known for something in particular. You are not just among the number. You are not just a statistic, but you are doing something, doing something significant, doing something relevant, doing something revolutionary. You are a relevant church, a relevant person a relevant individual, a relevant family, a revolutionary in your generation, doing things that none of your family have done before, not just for the sake of competition, by making impact, but influencing your generation. Why be a wandering generality, wanderer and general? Watch this, a wanderer and general, wanderer through life and general, among the general, instead of among the People who are doing something specific. When you mention certain names, there are certain specific things you, 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 you identify with their names. You mention Miles Monroe. You talk about potential leadership. You talk about John Maxwell. You talk about leadership. You talk about Mike Murdoch. You talk about wisdom. You talk about uh, uh, any name you mention who is significant and doing something revolutionary. There's something specific that is attached to their name. And Estela says, when someone texts me, this list, this mighty man of God said, I missed a lot of this since I came on late. Also, when you go on our homepage, go Michael Hattonwood homepage or text your, text your number, text, put your number, your cell number in the comment box and we'll send you the link of today's session and the previous also, better still, uh, go um, get go on my podcast. We're going to put up the podcast details. We're going to put up the podcast details. Okay, the podcast details is coming up on your screen, Ernest. The podcast details coming up on your screen. Um, take those details. Google Bishop Michael Hutchinson. Google maximizing destiny. Maximizing destiny. Google and listen to maximizing all these recordings are on podcast. Google and listen to Maximizing Destiny audio podcast with Bishop Michael Hattonwood. You can still put your cell number on the screen as well and we'll send you the link as well. You can watch the replay as well after this session on this same platform. Facebook, Michael Hattonwood, Facebook, 
and you can get it. And then also you can listen to the podcast 24 hours a day. Glory to God. God bless you. So as we begin to round up, why be a wandering generality when I can be a meaningful specific? Then number 28, similar to number 27, why do general things when I can achieve specific and particular things? Why should I do general, general things when I can achieve specific and particular things? See, instead of doing the general, you can end up doing specific things. Specific things, specific things. Awesome. We've got a number of NS. Okay. Awesome. We're going to send you the link. Awesome. Powerful. So why become anyone, why do general things when I can achieve specific things, when I can achieve specific things or particular things? So you are not born to be a wandering generality. You are born to achieve something in particular. So you need to find that thing and develop yourself to be doing that particular thing. Then number 29, why become anyone when I can become someone in particular? Why become anyone when I can become someone in particular? Remember, I'm going to play the advert as well. You can get the book, this, the, the details of this teaching from my book. You have only one life, make it count. You have only one life, make it count. You have only one life, make it count. So that's a good one there. Why be a GP when you can be a specialist? See? Why be a general practitioner when you can become a specialist? This is exactly what we're talking about. Instead of doing the general, why become anyone when you can become someone in particular? You can become a specialist in your field instead of just um, doing general things. Then 29, why become anyone when I can become someone in particular? Why become anyone when I can become someone in particular then number so 29 why become anyone when i can become someone in particular and then number 30 we'll stop here for today why dream small when you can dream big why dream small when you can dream big and why end with dreaming when you can actually achieve those dreams so this platform is a motivating platform to motivate you to become everything that you are called to be. Everything you are called to be. Why become anyone when you can become someone in particular? And you can get this entire series and teaching in my book. You have only one life. Make it count. From our website, houseofjuda.org.uk. I'm going to play the advert in a minute so you can get yourself a copy. Go on our website and get these materials, how to be an achiever, how to come out of debt and stay out of debt. So the 30th, the last one for today is why dream small when you can dream big and why remain a dreamer when you can achieve those dreams? Why dream small when you can dream big and why just end up dreaming when you can actually achieve those dreams? It's time to dream big instead of dreaming small. It's time to dream big instead of dreaming small. It's time to dream big instead of dreaming small. Don't settle for little when God has the best for you. I trust that you have been transformed and you have been blessed today by today's session. I'm going to encourage every one of you to share this entire session with everyone that you know. Share this with everyone that you know. Share this with everyone that you know. Share it on your timeline. Share the link everywhere. Replay this session. Go on my Facebook homepage, Michael Hattonwood, and share this with as many people. Share it everywhere. You don't want to achieve alone. You don't want to succeed alone. You want to make sure that others are impacted by what you are hearing on this platform. He says, bless you, Bishop. You are changing lives indeed. Thank you, sir. We give God the glory. We give him praise. We give him thanks. So the final one, why dream small when you can dream big? We'll be back your way next week, Saturday at the same time. So set your notifications. 
set your notifications. Set your notifications and join us next week, Saturday at the same time, 12 p.m. to 1 p.m. NSA, this is information we who are devoted to God to still listen to someone who do not mind sharing his heart. Brothers and sisters in Christ, please pray for not just him, pray for his family. Thank you very much for that gesture. We say a big amen to that. God bless you for that. Very, 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 very touching. God richly bless you. We pray for you right now that God will give you divine wisdom. God will give you a retentive memory. The eyes of your understanding, everyone on this platform, the eyes of your understanding will be enlightened to understand everything that you have heard today in the precious name of Jesus Christ. And practice, may you receive grace to share, share, share lavishly everywhere for many to be blessed by the teachings on this platform. Mark your calendars, 12 p.m. to 1 p.m. next week, Saturday, at the same time. Tomorrow, we have our service. You want more revelation, more insight into what God has called us to do. You can join our actual service tomorrow here in in the heart of Croydon in the city of London. You can join our actual service or you can join us online. You can join us online in the precious name of Jesus. I'm going to put up the details of our service. You can join us online in our service tomorrow, 11.30 a.m. to 12.30 p.m. 11.30 a.m. is going to be an awesome session. You don't want to miss it. So I'm going to give you the details uh, right. Where are we? Where are we? Where are we? Glory to God. Glory to God. Glory to God. Glory. So you can join us on our Facebook platform, Facebook platform at HOJ City Church, HOJ City Church uh, tomorrow from 11.30 to, um, to 1 p.m. Okay, there we go. So you can join our online service tomorrow, uh, our church service where we are teaching on influence brings affluence. So you can join us. Our virtual service this and every Sunday, you want to join the actual service, the number is 7 to book your seat to join our actual service. Alternatively, you can join us on Facebook at HOJ City Church. HOJ City Church. God bless you all, and we look forward to you joining us next week, Saturday at the same time. God bless you. Watch this advert, which contains the book that we are advertising. God bless you. Bishop Dr. Michael Hutton Wood, the Senior Pastor of House of Judah, UK, the Happy Church, presents six dynamic life-changing books that will catapult you to higher heights entitled Success Has No Uncles, 12 Cancers to Avoid at All Costs in Leadership, Ministry, and Management. You have only one life. Make it count. Understanding and releasing the power of first fruit offerings and tithes. Invoking the incredible power of altars and sacrifices. Forgive, but don't forget. Success is self-determined. Success consists of little daily efforts. And failure consists of little daily neglects. Daniel said, I understood by books. No matter what life throws at you, stay focused and keep moving through relevant and current information. These books are definitely a must for your library. Order your copies today by calling or visiting our website, www.housejitter.org.uk or using the information on your screen. Cottonwood Publications presents the Financial Freedom Pack. The four newly released books by the author and prolific writer, Dr. Michael Hottonwood. Titles are 21 Reasons Why No Believer or Pastor Should Be Poor, How to Get Out of Debt and Stay Out of Debt, Steps to Becoming Debt Free, Why Budgeting is Not an Option, and Reasons Why People Walk in Lack. Order your copies today by calling 0208-689-6010 or order online at Amazon.co.uk, www.hasajuda.org.uk. UK or michaelhottonwood.org debit or credit card accepted secure online payments by visa card mastercard charge card stored valued card leads card and paypal